Welcome to another edition of From the Frontlines, where we discuss both the day-to-day and one-of-a-kind issues facing real estate managers. Our topic today is finding and using your unique gifts. And I'm here with Jessica Warrior, CPM and IREM Regional Vice President. Jessica is also the Director of Property Management at Granite Properties in Dallas, Texas. Welcome, Jessica. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me, Suzanne. So, Jessica, as we approach the holiday season, you know, we're thinking a lot about gifts. Could you talk to us a little bit about what brought you to this work around finding and using our unique gifts? Yes, absolutely. I'd be happy to. Um, you know, it's it's so interesting just kind of looking back over the last couple of years that we have all been through. It has been such a unique experience for all of us. I mean, we are all living in such a period of change. I mean, there's constant upheaval in the world, you know, going back to 2020 with the pandemic. And I think of um, Warren Bennis back in the 1980s wrote about this idea of a VUCA world. And he was actually writing about the military at the time, but VUCA is an acronym for volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous. And I mean, think he wrote about it in the 80s and just the speed at which that has accelerated over the last few years is incredible. So as I, you know, as really looking back on that and thinking about it, we've had the pandemic, we've had political divide. More recently, we are dealing with the great resignation and quiet quitting. I mean, the last several years have been so impactful to the field of real estate and to IRAM. You know, we're in our local chapters, we're trying to engage our members who are still kind of coming through the impacts of all of that. And some of our members don't want to be engaged. They haven't gotten back out into the real world yet. Same with our customers at our buildings and our tenants and our in our apartment buildings. It's just we're in this kind of constant state of trying to figure out new normal when the needle of what is normal is changing on a daily basis. So all of that said, like looking back over that time, what I have realized just dealing with work and also the the personal impact that many of us have felt is it just became really clear to me that the only thing I can control in this environment is myself and the way that I show up in my actions and my behavior. So it really got me thinking about purpose and our unique gifts and how we can bring those to the world around us. And so on, on that topic of gifts, how do you and, and your team members, how do you identify those gifts? We as a big team, so I lead a team of about 45 people around the country and we started thinking about our strategic planning, which every year in uh, October, November, we come together to do strategic planning. And this was the first year in three years that we were able to do it mm-hmm. and started thinking about the topic for our big group and really realized that this idea of purpose, like I said, you know, the only thing we can control is how we show up. But if we know what our gifts are, if we know what our strengths are, we can show up in a really big way. And I have found that to be very personally meaningful in my own work and kind of adding purpose and intention into the work that I'm doing every day, every day. And we realized that if we could help our big team come to what those gifts and what their purpose is, it would help them not only individually 
to kind of recover from the last couple of years, but it would also be really beneficial to the company. So I started doing a lot of research and trying to figure out a good way that we could share the information and landed on a couple of texts that have really similar um, recommendations and how to proceed. So the thing that we landed on was working with our team, who was all here in person, to come up with a list of the things they love to do, things that bring them joy, experiences that light them up. The goal really is to try to get to 100 things. So, you know, whether you get to exactly 100 or not, I think the intention is that you don't want to write down 20. You want to really dig in and think about what those things are that you enjoy, that you feel like you're in the flow when you're doing them. And, you know, when you're thinking about a list of 100 things, you want to think about when you were a kid, what did you love to do? When you were in college, what do you love to do with your family? What do you love to do with your friends? And it really helps you kind of dig into those things that you are drawn to in your world. So for me, for instance, um, I love to read. These days I read a lot of business and leadership books, but I absolutely love to read fiction. So it, I wrote, love to read. And as I was digging in and trying to get more things on my list, you have to kind of dig in a little deeper to those topics. So, okay, I love to read. Why do I love to read? I love to get lost in the story. I love to uh, feel the book in my hands. Um, as I really thought about it, I love to explore the worlds that are created in fiction. I love the feeling of a new idea that expands my mind. I love to feel connected to the characters that are in the books. So that process of making the list of what you enjoy, diving deeper into what you enjoy, I've just been describing the final step, which is think about why you enjoy those things. Once you get, so, so what I would recommend is you go through the list, make your list, and then when you get stumped, go back up to the top and from the very top thing that you listed, dive deeper into why is it that you enjoy that thing? What are the specific elements that you enjoy? If you're, if it's something that's artistic, you like to make pottery, do you like the way it feels in your hands? Do you like the painting process at the end of it? You know, this is not just about work. This is about how we show up in the world with our unique gifts. And that is not something that's just specific to work. It's often something that we can leverage throughout, throughout our whole experience. So the final step of why, once you've made your whole list, you go back up to the top and you think about why do I love these things? What is it about this that, that really brings me joy? Um, as you're doing that, try to be really brief in, in what the why is. Is it creating a feeling of connection? Is it, um, is it something about learning? Is it... Um, I love uh, the physical activity. So, so be brief in your whys. And then as you get through your list, you want to look for connections. You want to look for patterns of what it is. And the more that you see an idea um, being listed over and over, that is what is going to lead you back to what your unique gifts are. So you had asked, you know, where, 
what led me to this, and I mentioned a couple of books, there's a few books that I would like to recommend to everyone. Uh, we actually, as part of this work, had this gentleman come and speak to our whole group as a keynote. Um, his book is called The Promise to the One, and his name is Jason Hewlett. He was amazing, by the way. He also has a, a blog. You can, you can Google him, and he has a weekly blog that sent, he sends out great information for everybody. For him, um, he talks about the, these as your signature moves, your gifts, your, your superpowers, your signature moves are the things that you uniquely can bring to the world um, to make the world better around you. Another book that is amazing is called The Lightmaker's Manifesto. It's by Karen Walrond, and she refers to these as your light words. They're the words that light you up. Um, another is Your Blue Flame by Jennifer Fulwiler. Um, and for her, it's what is your blue, blue flame? What is the thing that inspires you, that drives you to, to be of service in the world? Um, so any of those would be great for the audience to take a look at and get more information. That's really interesting because I think we tend to silo our work and non-work tasks and talents. And so to take what we like outside of work and try to really delve into that and apply that to our work life feels like a win-win for everyone. So thank you for that. Sort of first steps, you know, how could how could folks listening take this step with their team? Would you recommend diving into one of those books or kind of starting with the list? Um, or how did you start that in your in your group? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, Suzanne. So I love as I was doing this research, I came upon upon a quote by Pablo Picasso, and it feeds into this so perfectly. It's the meaning of life is to find your gift, and the purpose of life is to give it away. Mm -hmm. And when I think about that with the larger team, I think we as leaders have this opportunity to elevate our leadership within our companies. I think the the trauma that people have experienced over the last few years have led people to want more out of their experience. I think it's one of the reasons that we're seeing the great resignation and quiet quitting because people are no longer satisfied with just coming in and doing the tasks, the work tasks that are required of them. They wanna feel like their work is more fulfilling. And for me, I think that it, 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 the more that we can find ways to not only help our teams find their gifts, but once they know their gifts, the magic is is helping them see how that they they can apply those gifts in their day-to-day -day work, right? Um, that's where the magic happens. When you know the information, but you know if you come in. So so let me back back, back pedal just a tiny little bit. So as I did this process, what I came to is my gifts are to explore, to connect and to evolve. And I like to do those things for myself and I like to do them for the larger team. So for me, every day I try to lean into my gifts, explore, connect, evolve. So when you apply that to the larger team, after you go through this process, and I'll, and I'll explain that again here in a second, but when I show up with an intention to explore, connect, or evolve, I may come to a meeting that otherwise would be just a meeting or a beatdown or a frustration or, you know, something that I don't enjoy. But when I come to that with the purpose of leaning into my gifts, I'm always looking for ways that I can do one of those three things. And that really 
the rest of the meeting, how, how it goes, that's out of my control. But the thing that I can control is how I come to that meeting and how, how I share my gifts. So that's a win for me, regardless of how the meeting goes. Um, and it often translates to other people that they get that feeling as well. So it, in a weird way, like it creates an environment where everybody has the opportunity to come with their gifts. Um, so again, you know, we had our team come for strategic planning. We had our larger team, which is all of our leaders. So we had about 45 people and I did a pre-session with them, which is very similar to what I'm sharing with you to get them thinking about their gifts. And then we had Jason Hewlett, as I mentioned, come speak to us and he was amazing. It was a keynote. It was wonderful but you don't have to have a keynote to do it. I think the thing that happened after his presentation is where the real um, ideas were solidified with the team. We had them break out into groups and talk about what their gifts are. And we had them share with each other the things that they may not know about themselves, but that their teams see in them. So once you get to that point, you're actually sharing as a big group what your strengths are. And then I think the really cool thing about that is as we go back to our offices, we're all gonna talk about and continue to be intentional about, hey, remember this was one of your gifts. How can you? How can we as leaders make sure that you have opportunities to leverage those gifts in the work that we're doing together every day? So it's, it's presenting the information. It's from my perspective, I think being vulnerable as a leader and sharing how that that process works for you and the things that you have learned through the process and then giving an opportunity for the teams to really get together and talk about it and then continue having it as a topic of conversation going forward so that the teams know that it's important they know that you want them to do it and just continuing to find ways to talk about it and bring it up will help really ingrain it in the culture and that's really neat how you kind of distilled down, you know, all of the things that you enjoy outside of work, within work, into these kind of core gifts that you're sharing amongst the team. Um, I can see how that would be really helpful. Any other last thoughts you'd like to share with leaders as we kind of keep keep going in this new world? Yeah, thank you so much. You know, I think we just are in this really unique opportunity, like I said, um, many of our team have PTSD from the last several years. And the truth is the next several years ahead of us probably aren't going to be any easier. You know, going back to that idea of we're in a VUCA world, it's very volatile. It's very complex. So I really do think it is an opportunity for us as leaders of, at our companies and also as chapter leaders or IAEs or headquarter team it is an opportunity for us to reposition what work is and what leadership is. And I think that inherently means that you have to go back to what each of your individual team members can bring to the table that is unique to them, because now it's a two-way street. They're not just there to benefit the company. It has to be mutually beneficial for our teams to feel like when they come in, they're fulfilling their purpose. And that's the real joy of this idea of the gifts, um, because it kind of baby steps you to what your larger purpose purpose is. I 
have thought about this idea of purpose for years. And honestly, Suzanne, it took me a couple of years to really identify what, what I feel like my purpose is. And it's been so fun to go through this process because I really do feel that as I identified my gifts, you know, however, any of the books that you look at, whether it's my signature moves, whether it's my light words, whether it's my blue flame, all of them, my words, the explore, connect, evolve, absolutely feed into my purpose. So it's it, like I said, it's like a little baby step to get you to your purpose. And I just feel like that's what we're here to do, right? I mean, we may be running multifamily um, apartment buildings. We may be running office buildings. There's a physical asset that we have to take care of, but we really have a unique opportunity to take care of the teams around us and helping them achieve their purpose in the world, I think is one of the best goals that I can think of. Absolutely. And I think a lot of times we get so bogged down in that day-to-day -day work that we forget to think about our purpose and our gifts. And that's so important. So thank yeah. you again, Jessica, for highlighting that and for serving as a reminder to all of us that we, we do need to think about those things as well. So I really appreciate your, your thoughts and your time. Thank you. I'm happy to share. I appreciate it. Happy holidays. Thanks, Jessica. You too. Thanks. Visit irem.org for more knowledge to take on real estate management's most dynamic challenges. That's www.irem.org.